Hey Fitness Business Secrets listeners. Wow, today we have an amazing part one of a two-part interview with online trainer Tracy Steen. She has a YouTube subscriber list of 25,000. We are gonna find out how she did that and you will also learn how you can make money through ad revenue through YouTube. Also, you'll learn what the estimated earnings is for every thousand of views of your YouTube videos. And Tracy will talk about if having offline clients has been beneficial for her online business. In addition, you'll find out how she earns an additional $200 to $300 per month passively from a simple download that she promotes via her YouTube channel. So if you're looking for YouTube success, make sure to stay tuned. Fitness coaches get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Hey listeners, before we get to the show, I just wanted to share how my progress has been going with the Immunity Boost Fat Blast Fitness Challenge. So one of my challenges right now is to write a great webinar and even a sales page that converts your clients into buyers for your challenge. So this is the Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge that I'm making for trainers to sell to their clients. And so, you know, it's a warm, beautiful day outside. I'm sitting in front of my laptop. Um, but I was this was like Friday, so I was like falling asleep, not making a lot of progress in creating this landing page and not knowing where to start that I got really frustrated and worried. Um, so I remembered actually though that there was this book that I had read just like years ago about creating good copy and could that be what I was needed to figure out was what to write? So I looked in my Google Drive and lo and behold, I found it. Um, I'd like to say I blew off the dust off of the book, but it was an ebook, and I started reading it. And wow, the same principles that apply 10 years ago still apply. The book talked about writing stories to keep your clients engaged. And I was like, does this apply to fitness copywriting? And don't our clients want to read nutrition facts and tips on how to improve their life? Do they really just want to read stories? And even if I shared a story, wouldn't it get old and they say they've heard that story before because so many stories are the same story, like the princess and the frog and the prince? So I thought about it and I read and I read and I perplexed over the weekend if I should include stories in my copywriting for the webinar and the landing page, and does it apply to fitness? And then something happened. I was scrolling through my YouTube feed and I came across a Biggest Loser clip with, of course, the winner on the, the weight scale and it's showing how many total pounds they lost. And I watched it and I was enamored. I happen to love transformation, uh, Biggest Loser type of shows. And it dawned on me that we do love stories and that fitness, whenever we're doing fitness marketing, social media, YouTube videos, we always need to include a story about us because 
I think we spoke last week about how as trainers, we're really inspiration, life coaches, we motivate, we encourage. And in addition, I forget that whenever you tell a story, it doesn't have to be yours. You can actually use stories to give out testimonials without it, number one, feeling like a testimonial and without getting that perfect testimonial from a customer, it's still a testimonial of a transformation of a story that you help someone get through. So my conclusion is stories are an important way for you to create more interesting social media content, for you to tell story transformations of clients that you've helped to encourage your viewers and current customers that it's possible. And to remember two things, that stories can be about you, your own personal journey, your own vulnerability, and also about the clients you served. I could go on and on about stories and everything I learned. But since I don't want to distract us too much from the really amazing episode we have for you today, I'm going to include a testimonial story Uh, just an example one at the end of the show and go over with you how you can use an story formula to create more engaging testimonials and content for your social media page. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to get that little tutorial and I'll even include a download of a template testimonial that you can use for your Facebook, Instagram page. All right, enjoy the show. Today, I'm so excited to talk to Tracy Steen. She's the owner of Move Daily Fitness, which has a very successful YouTube channel where each video has a couple thousand of views each, and she has 25,000 YouTube subscribers. She also has a very successful fitness membership site with reoccurring monthly subscribers, downloadable products, and even ad revenue from her channel and her sponsorships. Hey, Tracy, thanks so much for being on the show. So you're a very accomplished personal trainer who've tra- who's trained lots of clients. In addition, now you have this great YouTube channel and following. What do you attribute to your success? So a lot of people who start and they just, they peter out either they're bringing the candle at both ends and they just can't figure out a way to make enough money or they just have to work the longest hours and so they fatigue, you know, physically and mentally as well. Part of what changed for me. I always wanted to have this as a career and I was very driven to be sure that that happened. One of my friends said to me uh, one day, he's like, he's an entrepreneur, very successful. And he just said, basically you're one-to-one. When you're a personal trainer, you go into a home, you have that one person for one hour, you can make one paycheck right there. He's like, what if you could diversify and instead of being one-to-one, be one-to-many, like one-to-thousands, right? And so what platform could you use in order to do that? So, I mean, you could blog, you could go on um, any social media platform and have a presence there, then you'd be one-to-thousands. But YouTube really resonated with me because (laughs) I always wanted to have my own like television show or cooking channel. Like if you ask my family, Many times in my life, I'd be sitting behind the counter pretending I'm having my own healthy cooking show. So that was always kind of uh, at the back of my head that I really enjoyed being in front of the camera. So uh, YouTube was a definite fit for me that way. And uh, probably 10 years ago, I, I did a fitness competition and I decided 
to get some of my information on how to do it on YouTube. So I would Google how to, you know, train for a fitness competition, how to eat for a fitness competition. And I would find a, quite a bit of information. So I thought, well, I'm just going to film my journey in this. So I decided to start filming it. And I, I was on like a little Blackberry playbook, you know, just to, bad sound, bad quality. You could actually even go back into my old YouTube channel and see those videos there. But as I did that, I, I recognized that people started to watch and I had a few subscribers. So that was about 10 years ago. Fast forward probably about two or three years into that and I was posting different recipes and a few different exercises. But then one day my Blackberry playbook died and I stopped filming altogether. I just stopped, which I completely regret now. But when my friend said this to me, be one to thousands, all of a sudden the YouTube kind of came back into my brain and I thought, you know what? I got to pick that back up. I've got to, I've got to decide to do that and be really consistent. So that was kind of the start of it. And that was about two years ago. I said, I'm going all in. I'm going to be super consistent and see where it takes me. Okay. Yeah. So two years ago, you, yeah. you made this decision to focus on YouTube because I mean, I've done YouTube videos. It still takes time and you have, you clearly edit your videos. So you're going back, <laughs> putting extra work, putting the timer. Sometimes I'd be like, know. oh, well, 30 seconds. Did it have to be 30 seconds? <laughs> I know. Believe me, the learning curve on it is really big. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, not a, it's not small, but I'll tell you how I sort of started and how I began to learn about it. First of all, I watched a ton of YouTube videos. I still kept my in-home training business. So I would go to work in the morning, like for four or five uh, clients a day. I kept that schedule. And then I'd come home in the afternoon and I would learn, learn, learn. So I watched, I, I learned how to like work a camera. So even, even that, right? Like how to put the settings on the camera, how to film. I watched editing videos, how to edit, how to take my thumbnail picture so the photos were clear and crisp. So I watched people like Sean Cannell on YouTube and who else did I watch on there? Like even, even getting inspiration for my business. So watching people like Gary Vaynerchuk and then getting, getting um, inspiration for the type of YouTuber and business that I wanted to have. So then watching people like Jordan Peterson uh, or Brené Brown or, you know, Tom Bilyeu and, and really for me wanting to approach my business in a 360 sort of holistic approach. So I'm not just doing fitness, but I'm doing wellness and nutrition and mindfulness and mindset and all of that. So I think part and parcel, that is what sets me apart a little bit from just a regular fitness channel, I think is really identifying the type of trainer I want to be and what service and what benefit and value I want to offer the subscriber. So that, that it was, it was a really big learning curve. And, and like I said, it's been really consistent for the last two years, but every day or every other day, I'm like, I'm watching podcasts. I'm listening to channels. I'm subscribing to blogs. I'm, I'm really in that learning curve so I can be the best that I can be in that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that, that's a good point. So it's, it's okay that it takes time to learn. So where, uh, could you tell me about where your business is now? I see online you have on your site, you have a lot of different things. What makes up the bulk of your revenue? So right now in this last year, I would definitely say it's kind of 50, 50 being online and running programs and having an in-home training business. Of course, right now with COVID-19, it's 
it's it's all, all online. There's I don't go to anyone's homes right now. So, but actually, I'm I'm super happy that the way that I've set it up that I actually do have a consistent revenue stream online. Seeing as I can't go into anyone's homes, it, it was a great sort of thing that I had set up. But yeah, so so it's probably 50 percent. This last year, there was a few months that I made more online for the first time than I was making in my home in home training business. So that was a real eye opener that, that kind of said to me, okay, whatever I'm doing is working, right? The business online is growing and I might be able to, like, that's my eventual goal is to segue out of in-home training and be all online. I feel like having the in-home clients though has given me a great background and a good history and good, like they've been my good guinea pigs. <laughs> I've learned a lot by staying with those people, seeing what they want, journeying through their lives with them really, and, and figuring out how I can help them. Again, not just in fitness, but in wellness and nutrition and really learning and honing my skills and coaching. And now being able to take that to an online community and say, hey, this is what I can offer. This is how I can change your life. But I would say right now, yeah, the, the monetarily, I'm probably about 50-50. But it's, it's interesting. It's really, really easy for me to think up or dream up some new program. And all of a sudden, you know, my month of income can skyrocket because I'm like, you know what, let's do a uh, summer, summer challenge. Last summer, we did a, a mindful summer challenge for two months and I had 85 people sign up. So, you know, I could, it's whatever you can dream and do, you can, you can do it. But it's having the foundation to set all of that up. You know, that, that is the work. So I would hate to hate for your listeners to think that it's just, oh, it's just easy as setting it up and then you can do it. <laughs> like right. the, right. Like the background of what you have to align and orchestrate and like your funnel. That's, that's all the learning curve too. And I actually joined a mastermind group with my good friend, Valerie McTavish, and she was able to be like a business coach for me to help me to see, okay, what, how do I do this online? Like I, I couldn't figure all that out myself. Right. She really helped me to go, okay, we need to, this is the structure. This is the process that you need to incorporate if you want to build your business online. So I think finding people who know more than you is really important. Yeah, that's definitely really helpful. Um, yeah. For your revenue, since there's such a big array of online training, and I don't want to make an assumption of exactly what your products are, some people are actually training people virtual. But I'm thinking yours are mostly informational programs. Like, what is it that you're selling, and how much does it cost? Yeah, good. So right now, I do. I actually am doing personal training online, and okay. typically it's like one to three or one to four, and we're actually using like something like a Zoom or House Party app. So those are, those have been my sort of recurring clients, but I also have programs. So I have a couple of streams. I have many actually streams, many, many. Cool. I want to hear them all. <laughs> I know the umbrella is like huge. Okay. Let's list the streams of revenue. I mean, this is the, this is the glorious part of what you can do because in personal training in homes, again, one revenue stream here, I probably have like five or six. So even putting videos on, yeah, even putting videos on YouTube, you get paid for that, right? I have 
25,000 subscribers right now and I generate ad revenue from the ads that are played on my videos. Um, you tell me about how much that is. I think everyone's wondering, is it worth it if, if it's a I decent know. time? Okay, good question because people are like, oh, you can make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what is interesting is that with the, like December was amazing. December, you get uh, clicks per thousand, you get money based on your thousand views. Okay, so it's called a CPM, your CPM, click per mil, but mm -hmm. it's per thousand views. So the, the revenue dollar was up to about 13 or $14 per thousand views. Right now, because of the economy and how everything's dropped, it's actually only about six or seven dollars. So you're making way less, even though I have double, triple the views right now because of COVID-19 and everyone looking for online stuff. But so by and large, my income stream on ad revenue alone has climbed, climbed, climbed ever since I started. Like it's just a slow, steady sort of climb. And with about 25,000 subscribers and the variances between timing and ads, you probably make between $500 and $700 a month in just ad revenue on that. Neat. So again, every month it's kind of up, 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 up. Mm -hmm. So if I have 50,000 subscribers, I'll probably close to double that revenue every month. Mm. So you can think about, you know, if people have, and they have, and I'm just going on my own channel and how, how much engagement I have because people could have lots of subscribers, but not have the lengthy engagement. Right. So those are variances that are, they're important. But so that, that's one, that's one field. One of the other streams that I've done is now that I have over 400 videos on my channel, Mm -hmm. I have a ton of content, right? I can take all of those fitness videos and structure them into the calendars. People are always asking me, and this is why it was so important for me to always answer every single person in my comments in, in YouTube is because they would always ask me, what should I do tomorrow? <laughs> we did this workout today. What should I do tomorrow? And so I'm like, okay, there's a need clearly. So I, I created these calendars basically uh, I took all my YouTube videos and I plugged them into a structure and order and sold them for $10. So I made like a, an advanced one. I made a strength-based one. I made a 30-minute and under one. I made a beginner one. And every day, people buy those calendars. Like it, and they're $10, so nothing, nothing to anyone. You know, it's like cheap. But it gives a month worth of workouts and uh, it's all structured. And then in, in some of the the strength ones, I would put exclusive workouts. So I have a membership uh, that they get exclusive workouts every week. So I'd put some of those, charge a little bit extra. And anyway, that's, that was a great little ad uh, revenue there. I use YouTube to funnel people into my program. So I have a couple of ongoing programs. I launch a couple times a year, uh, a program called a six week accountability strength program. It's $200 for six weeks. People get um, coaching on fitness, wellness, nutrition. They get workouts, like all video workouts, exclusive workouts. We have a private Facebook group. You know, they get they get a, a real hand holding and a real deep dive uh, into the psychology behind fitness, wellness, and nutrition. As uh, I think I told you, but I'm not sure if I've told your audience. I used to be a marriage and family therapist before I was a trainer, and so I I, I take that experience and knowledge and take them a little bit, you know, below the waterline to help them figure out their life, whether they're stuck, you know, why they can't lose weight or why they've started and stopped fitness and, and how they can sustain that for a healthy life forever. 
So that's that program. And then right now, currently I have a membership as well. So it's an ongoing $40 a month. People can register whenever they can drop off whenever after a month is over. And, um, that's been really good. Again, I, I, I can have these little challenges come up. Like we did a March melt away for people going through this whole COVID-19 thing in March. I'm like, Hey, let's all get together. I think I had 85 people register for it. And, uh, and then, you know, I've got all those people I can funnel into a membership later if I want just to say, Hey, if you've enjoyed this, if you found value out of it, would you continue on with us in this membership? Wow. So yeah, there's, a, there's another revenue stream. Then, of course, you get a lot of people asking to collaborate with you or to, you know, pimp their, their shoes or their socks or their, you know, equipment. So that happens probably multiple times a month. I get, I get emails about if I can collaborate and how much would I charge and, you know, different things like that. There's actually an app called Social Blue Book hmm. that you can, you can go on, you can type in well, you, you give the blue book access to your platforms and they analyze how many people you have subscribers, how much watch time. And then they tell you how much you should charge per collaboration. So it's, it's good because you're like, I don't know how much to charge, but yeah, something like that gives you a good, a good base point. Yeah. So a bunch of things I've followed questions on. The first one is, so I know you have 25,000 subscribers and you definitely have a lot of views per video. So I'm, I know you're saying that it depends on what, what your uh, audience like. But for your setup, you mentioned that you sell the $10 downloads about how to do your yeah. program. Like about how many of those do you sell a month with, with your subscribers? Yeah, probably between 30 and 40 a month, I would, mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah, if I put a new one out, usually the numbers are higher, like maybe 60 or 70. So that's, again, it's all sort of drip, 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 drip. I have another collaboration with uh, Roku Television. So they have actually taken my, my videos and they have it streaming on their fitness channel under Roku. It's like a... Oh, neat. It, yeah, it's kind of like, well, Amazon or like Netflix, but it's called Roku Television. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's... Anyway, mm -hmm. so every month I, I do nothing. They literally take my YouTube videos, put it on their channel, people click, you know, and then you get ad revenue. And from that too, I probably get about two or $300 a month, just kind of dripping in that way. Only is that from Roku or is that because you get more YouTube plays? It's from Roku. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because they download it from YouTube. So it's uh -huh. not, it's not on YouTube anymore. It's downloaded onto oh, their platform. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So they have their own, so they have their own subscription to Roku. Uh-huh. Just like, you would have to prime to prime. So cool. Oh, you should see. I mean, I've gotten probably four different requests to do something like that. Like with Vimeo, there was, I can't even remember the other names of the channels, but there's lots of fitness platforms right now that are doing exactly that. They want your content on their channel so they can charge people a subscription fee and then you mm. get a little bit of kickback, but now they have mm -hmm. a ton of content. So that's mm -hmm. really popular. That's happening right now. Have you, did you decide to do the other ones? It's, you sound like you didn't, like, is there any no. reason why you didn't? It's just so much. And, you know, and then, so part of it too is, so like with the Vimeo one, I thought, well, maybe I'll do that. But they wanted me to upload my own videos and then create oh, my own subscription, which is a lot more work. Like surprisingly, you think, oh, that's, that's nothing. Just click go. But it's like extra mind power, right? 
And then I thought, you know what? I need to focus on my own membership because if I'm giving them my videos and they're creating membership, they're getting the lion's share of the money. What if I can just create my own membership? Like I've got 400 videos. Mm -hmm. I can create exactly what they've created and, mm -hmm. you know, like have all my videos categorized into like time frame, into body parts, muscle groups, into intensity levels. So why don't I put my effort in working on that? The only reason I stuck with Roku is literally they do it all for me and I don't even have to look at it and I just get a paycheck every month. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, did you, are you able to maybe promote yourself more like on Roku so that it's more like distributing your, your brand? Like, can, I, can, can you do that? Like, let's say, cause they just downloaded it from YouTube. So would, would yeah. they cut out the part where you're like, and make sure to go to, you know, move daily fitness so that, you know, now you have an additional set of people. I'm just curious, or do they kind of cut that part out? Well, I put it throughout my video, so I, I they wouldn't, they wouldn't right. cut that out. You know what? That's a good question. I'm not even sure. I, from the videos that I've seen, it was my whole intro. Hmm. And on the screen the whole time from YouTube is my, my logo for my website. So I, it's, you know what? And part of it, you got to think too, like, okay, any, any promotion's good promotion, right? Like right. if my name is out there in, in 10 different fields, right. isn't that better than only really saturated in one? Uh, but then you've got to say, okay, like how, how thin can I be spread? Like, every platform that I manage is still work, right? Mm -hmm. It's even though it might you still have like to manage it. It sounds like you still, you, well, you still have to be mindful of it. You still have to mm -hmm. engage with it. Like, um, see. Google, Google has a new, uh, little video platform called Tangi hmm. and they just messaged me, um, about a month ago and asked me to be, be a part of it. And their thing is, like you can share videos that you've already done, but we, if you get enough views, then we want you to share exclusive videos only for Tangi and we'll pay you extra X, X amount of money, which seemed really good. But again, it's like, okay, now I've got to upload to YouTube. I've got to upload to Tangi. I've got to upload to Rook, you know, like mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know yeah. how, how much do you do? I mean, I'm working, I'm working hard. I'm doing yeah. as much as I can. But I also cross promote to LinkedIn, Pinterest every day. My Pinterest had like 216,000 views this last month. So it's like people are on there watching my little short exercise demos, right? Instagram, yeah. um, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot though. So you, It you is a to, lot. <laughs> it is. So you got to figure lot. out, you know, where your audience is. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, you know, go hard. And I'm so consistent. Like I'm every single day I batch produce, you know, if I think I'm going to go on a holiday or something, I, I've not missed posting a YouTube video when I've said I'm going to, and it's been twice a week for the last two years, this last two months, it's been three times a week because of COVID-19 just, uh, I mean, if I could make five videos a week, my channel would do so much better. Like I see other, other girls who are in the same field and I, and I hear responses from subscribers. They're like, you're the same as this girl or that girl. And your videos are so great. Could you do more? I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got three kids. I've got a full-time job. <laughs> like, yeah. How much? But if I, if I could, you know, I mean, you could just see it grow, 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 grow. So. Yeah. 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 Totally. Well, 
you're do you're doing great <laughs> and i know sometimes we all just need that as a, a mother and like a woman or two i mean for me I'm like yeah. it's good enough it's good enough okay lay back <laughs> but like how about for tell me more about your membership site because i love recurring subscriptions and it it's brilliant. brilliant. It's uh, brilliant. Tell me about it. Like how many people usually, how long do they stay on and, and how much do you charge for your membership? It's $40 a month. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was actually shocked with how long my beginning members have stayed on. It feels like 75% of them have, have been on there with me for over a year and a half now. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised, right? I'm like, girls, you can live without me. And they're like, no, don't leave us. I had, I had this group of four girls who were all with me for about a year and they were all quite a bit younger. And then now with COVID and having to homeschool and everything else, they're all like, Oh, I don't know if we can manage all this right now. So they're taking a break, but, but you know, when they're with you that long, obviously that you're giving them value. It's not that they just forgot to cancel their membership that month. Like, right. So part of what I do in the membership to really build community is I have a private Facebook group. And, and that's really key. Like I, I, I'm engaging with them and I'm really trying to find ways to improve their, not just their fitness, but their life as well. Our, you know, our motto in the group is people like us do things like this. We move daily and I'm coaching these women to move daily in their fitness, in their wellness, in their nutrition, by taking little micro steps, making really good micro habits that will eventually add up and lead them down the road to better health. So, so yeah, $40 a month is what I charge. Most people have stayed about 75%. And, uh, you know, every, every time I have a new program, like a new, like I did this March meltaway and then everyone was like, don't leave us after March. Can we do something in April? So then I changed it to a spring meltaway in April and of the 80 people, about 56 stayed. And so now for May, I'll just say, Hey, whoever wants to be funneled into my membership, you know, maybe I'll, I'll offer a discount for, you know, for you guys, because you've been with me for two months and we'll go into the membership. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, it's such a good thing, but you have to really offer value every day, right? It, it, it's got to be worth it for them. It's got it. So I'll bring on special guests. Like I had, I just had a therapist like on the other day and we talked about grief and loss. And I know you're like, well, that doesn't have anything to do with fitness, but in the group, I had already read the room and I really felt like a lot of people were like, I didn't work out today because I'm really feeling the loss of my husband mm. or my father or this or that, or, you know, I, I'm trying to deal with, you know, the loss of my job right now. And, and it's really hard to rally my brain and be motivated. So I'm like, let's bring on a grief and loss counselor. And so I brought her on, we did a zoom for the, for the ladies and just again, offer value, value, value so that they're going, I can't live without Tracy. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need her. So, yeah. Yeah. So we do a lot of that. Hey, thanks for listening. Beginning of the show, I shared with you my search to figure out how to write great copy so that customers are engaged and convert. And I came across stories which I had read about earlier, and I happened to have an ebook that was buried in my Google Drive and gave me a great format for writing stories that I'm gonna share with you right now. So there's three acts to a story. And I try to actually tell a story in the beginning of the show. 
um, and I'll go over kind of the comparison. But first, let me give you the the story format, and you can kind of see how it works for Star Wars, Disney movies, and all these action movies. So number one, there's three acts: acts one, two, and three. And each act, there's a, a little, there's two or three things that happen in Act One. You find out who the main character is, and then you set the scene. In Act Two, there's a glimmer of hope. Next, there's the nemesis, the thing or character that's standing in the way of what the hero wants to achieve. The third thing in Act Two is a breakthrough, something they realize or discover or achieve. In the third act, there's a twist, some type of disappointment. Next, there's the breakthrough, and the hero is changed. And then I guess there's you reach the moral of the story. So let's do an example.、Uh, let's take a Marky Wahlberg movie that I just watched. So in Act One, there's the main character. He's Marky Wahlberg. He's a good cop who had to go to jail for like five years for punching a bad cop. And so they set the scene, and it's it's set up in Boston. Boston. Okay, that's my Boston accent. It's the best I could do.、Um, he gets out of jail. Act Two. There's a glimmer of hope. He gets out of jail, and he he's talking about moving to Arizona, getting his license as a truck driver, starting over. Da 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 da. But then comes out that there's a killing of the guy who he beat up before, and they don't know who did it. They think he did it. Who could it be? And he starts starts to get at him because. His goal as the main character, the moral of his of the story he believes in is justice and doing right, and he just needs to figure out who killed that guy, who killed that bad cop, and so he searches and he searches and he he gets some breakthroughs and he kind of figures out that maybe it's his old partner. So sorry, spoiler alert if you ever if you haven't watched this movie, and he um. He's like, oh, I figured it out. But then there's a twist, you know. And so in this situation, somebody is taken hostage, and then so he has to go and he has to save the character, and then also prove that the, who the bad cops were. So of course he proves it. He wins. He saves the hostage. I don't tell you everything that happened in, this, in the movie, and justice prevails. So we were able to hit the main character, set the scene,、um, act to show glimmer of hope. He gets out of jail, thinks he's going to go to Arizona. Then he realizes that he needs th- there's something standing in the way of his belief of his goal to have justice. He he figures it out. There's some twists, and finally he prevails to bring justice to the world.、Um, so it's like, oh, that sounds like a lot, Christy. How can I really create a story、um, about my simple life or my customers?、Um, and so I'm going to read you a story of a potential customer that you could have, and I'll even include it in the download. And you can change out. I'll put little sections where you can change it out, and you'll realize that most stories are the same. And as trainers, most of our transformation stories are the same. So here's a story. After three months.、Uh, Uh, about three months ago, Julie came to me wanting to lose twenty-five pl- pounds and reclaim her energy and health. She was tired of going up a flight of stairs and feeling out of breath. She told me it was hard to even bend over to pick up her little kids. She wasn't sleeping and her knees were hurting. Worst of all, 
she felt unhealthy. She felt sick often and was often on different medications just to stay well and was worried about being there for her kids as they grew up. To make matters worse, you know, coronavirus hit and she started to move even less. She noticed she was eating more because of all the anxiety and she felt socially isolated and anxious from the uncertainty. I could see in her eyes that she wasn't happy. She lost her zest for life that she had before, that I could tell she had in her pictures. When we met, my heart went out to her. You know, she reminded me of my mom and I just knew I could help her. But she was doubtful and I could tell she actually didn't sign up when we first spoke. She didn't believe anything could change. But when I thought of her like my mom, I knew I had to work harder to reach out to her, to get through to her the message that things can be different. So I had to call her a few times and message her a few times. And finally, she said she'd give it a try, but she still didn't believe. But I did. I was confident because I knew I have a special program that shreds fat and skyrockets health in a feasible way and something I've created over the past five years of my training, tons of clients. And every day that she showed up, I could see her body and her health and her energy was transforming. After three weeks, she lost 10 pounds. After six weeks, she lost 16. And after 12 weeks, she lost 25 pounds. Best of all, she gained a huge smile and she has less pain in her knees and she can even ride up, run up a flight of stairs and she doesn't have to take her meds anymore. She is an inspiring story for all of us and for me. So that's a story I wrote um, It's and it's basically a merge between a testimonial and inspiration story. If I read that in, and I also saw pictures of the before and after, I would be a believer. I'd be like, where do I sign up with you? So you can use a story like that and really you can take out the name Julie. You can take out instead of three months, maybe you met Dennis five months ago. Maybe he wanted to lose 40 pounds. Maybe instead his his arch nemesis was, wasn't being unhealthy in the flight of stairs. It could have been um, working, overworking and well, her arch nemesis was like not believing in herself and and basically you as a trainer was was the solution, were the solution. And she had little breakthroughs where, you know, she met you, she um, tr- gave it a try, she didn't believe, but she finally did it. And then she finally transformed. Now, in this story, you know, this is a straightforward story. So there isn't a huge twist or disappointment, but you could do that. I mean, I tried to put a twist here where she, you called her, and she finally signed up. That was like the breakthrough. But then she didn't believe she could do it. But you did. And then finally she achieved her goal. So you can kind of put little setbacks. That works really well. Um, and you just you just talk really about the story of the client. But you highlight and you create uh, a sense of will it happen throughout the whole story. That's what keeps it suspenseful. Versus, oh, Julie... Is totally transforms and looks amazing. You know, five years ago, she was, well, I guess you could do that. But I mean, what you want to do is you you want to make it feel like they wonder what happened to Julie, what happened? And they don't get that satisfaction till the very end of the story. That's what keeps them reading and keeps them reading the whole story so that they become 
believers in what you can do for other people. So that's my little lesson on stories today. I love stories and hopefully that was helpful. Um, Yeah, in the next episode, I'm actually gonna go further into a few key things to make a great story. So hope to talk to you then. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end.co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnesssecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.